Hello and welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. I'm your host, Ryan McNally. On today's show, we chat with Roxanne Andrus, the coordinator for Winter Play, which is coming up in Fort McMurray this weekend. We also chat with Mike Jones from CMHA Wood Buffalo and Eric LeDuc with March Mullet on the way. Joining me on the phone here today is Roxanne Andrus. She's the Winter Play coordinator uh, this year. Uh, Roxanne, how are you doing here today? I'm good. How are you today? I'm doing fairly well. Uh, winter play is almost here. Uh, that's got to be exciting, isn't it? It is exciting. Yeah, we don't have much more longer to wait until we get everything kicked off. And how has planning and organizing gone uh, this year? It's gone really well this year. I've been really happy with everything. You know, we started well enough in advance, made sure that we had everything in place. Um, we've had some warm weather, so that's always nice to be able to set up when it's a little bit nicer out. Um, it's gone very well. We, we've been very happy. Walk us through the celebrations. I imagine it's more than a full week of fun. Yeah, we're 10 days. 10 days, and uh, what all uh, takes place during those 10 days? So, well, we kick off the event with our opening remarks on Friday, and we will have a sled demo uh, presentation for everyone. So we've got professional athletes that are coming in from across Canada that will be doing aerial tricks on their sleds, which will be really cool. And then we'll end it off with some fireworks. And then after that, we'll kick in on Saturday to all of our other activities we have going on. And there really is a lot. I would encourage people to check our website for up-to-date information, dates, times, you know, all that kind of good stuff. Um, but they can expect this weekend to see the shootout on the Snai Pond Hockey Tournament. There will be dog sled rides, horse and carriage rides. And then this year we've brought in Barbagazzi, so they will also be running some activities for us as well, like human curling, a fat bike course snow skate demos and a giant slingshot so there's going to be lots going on down here does it feel like winter play helps bring a bit of a sense of community local pride even uh, to the wood buffalo area each year i think so and i think it also helps people get out of their homes get active get some fresh air you know like it provides that opportunity to enjoy the winter season and do something different that uh, you might not have been able to do maybe in the colder months of December and January. <laughs> and according to the forecast, it'll be a warm start to the festivities on Friday. Uh, what precautions are in place uh, for the warm weather? So we do keep an eye on the ice. We test it twice a week. We make sure that everything is safe for everyone. We actually have a professional ice engineer from Edmonton that is hired that monitors the ice for us, checks all of the load distributions and everything like that. So we do make sure that everything is very safe for everyone. One of the precautions that we are looking at for this year, because Friday is going to be so warm, is you might not see as many ice sculptures at the start of the festival this year. We're going to probably hold off on creating some of those until the warm weather has passed. And then you can look and come back and see them throughout the week when the temperatures have cooled down. What do you feel is going to set the 2024 uh, festival apart from previous years? Well, definitely bringing Barbagatsi this year is going to be a big thing that sets it apart. They have the professional athletes doing the sled demos for us. 
which is like a freestyle um, aerial tricks, like I was saying. And so there's three shows people can watch. There's going to be one on Friday night at 7, another one on Saturday at 2, and then another one on Saturday at 7. So there will be three shows for you to catch at the start of the festival, the start weekend. And then, like I had mentioned, they have other activities throughout the rest of the 10 days that they're offering that you wouldn't normally see at Winter Play. So I think that'll really set it apart from previous years for people who've been down here before. Do you have a favorite part uh, to Winter Play? My favorite part is watching everyone enjoy the ranks after after everything's cooled off a little, right? Like the first part of the weekend is very busy. There's a lot going around, going on. People are, a lot of people are down here. And then everything kind of goes into a more state of calm and you see people come and enjoy the rinks on a more leisure level. And that's my favorite part. I remember a couple of years ago, we had an older couple come down and enjoy skating, just the two of them. And it was just, it was wonderful to watch. And I imagine winter play draws people from all over to the area for the festivities. Uh, would you be able to uh, chat about, uh, you know, the, the draw that winter play becomes uh, for the Fort McMurray area? I do think that people will plan around it. I know that, um, it being during Teachers' Convention Week, a lot of times people are planning to go to town. And so when I talk to residents who've come down for the festival, they'll say to us, like, yeah, we're going to wait and go to Edmonton next weekend so that we can do winter play this weekend and stuff like that. So I do think that it has become a tradition for a lot of families to make sure that they can get down here, see the ice sculptures, do the various rides we have, skate on the rinks, and just participate in all of it. To, to take it in and lastly what should people know if they're heading to any of these events uh, for winter play the rinks that you get to skate on that open up on the 26th for leisure skating you do have to book those in advance so i would suggest that people go online it opens today at noon so february 20th at noon and you have to book those so that you have a spot when you come down. Um, That's definitely something to make sure you're aware of. Otherwise, uh, everything else is free and first come, first serve. Awesome. Roxanne Andrus, the uh, organizer for uh, Winter Play. Anything else you'd like to add? Uh, Yeah, I just want to remind everyone that when you come down, make sure you bring your smiles and have a great time. We put this on because we like to see the residents enjoying themselves. So, Come on down, make sure you enjoy it, and uh, take in everything it has to offer. Awesome, Roxanne. Thank you so much for your time here today. Thank you. Have a great day. Coming up, my conversation with Mike Jones from CMHA is next on Fort McMurray Matters. Thank you for joining us on Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Ryan McNally. Joining me on the phone here today is Mike Jones from the Wood Buffalo CMHA. Uh, We're going to talk about March Mullet, but uh, Mike, how are you doing here today? Doing good, thank you. That's good to hear. Maybe just tell us about uh, March Mullet and uh, how it's uh, kind of taken off in Fort McMurray area. So, yeah, March Mullets for Mental Health is something we've been doing for the last uh, couple of years, and um, we kind of wanted to look at doing uh, a campaign that would not only be able to raise money and funds to be able to support uh, our mental health programming, but also something that would be fun and different and kind of catch people's eye and catch people's attention. And uh, so, yeah, we kind of 
had Sean with the mullet, and that ended up being a very fun thing for us to get attached to, and uh, and kind of talking about the the stigma uh, when it comes to talk about mental health, especially when it comes to men. Yeah, maybe talk about that connection between you know growing a mullet and mental health, and how important raising awareness is on this topic. Well, mental health is is uh, has always been such a um, uh, a passion for for myself, and especially when it comes to to men, but. Um, it's something we don't necessarily talk about. So we found this kind of fun tie in with the mullet and had some people started to grow a mullet and starting to, um, you know, wear a mullet wig and having a button on that would say like, ask me about my mullet. And everyone's like, well, what's up with the mullet? Tell me more about this mullet. And, uh, and that's kind of a, a fun casual way to get into that conversation. Cause I don't think that mental health conversations need to be, you know, sitting down and, and a serious conversation every time. I think that it should be something that's just as casual as, you know, when you're talking about, hey, I didn't get a good sleep last night or, hey, I think I bummed my ankle at baseball. It should be the same level of, you know, I'm not in a good headspace today. Totally. Uh, tell us about uh, some of the events coming up this year CMHA has planned for March Mullet. So we're going to be doing our launch on March 1st at Uptown Alley. Uh, Dan Talk is going to be hosting an open mic. We're going to have a big buck hunter contest, which we thought tied in with the mullets quite nicely. Uh, we'll have our mullet wigs for sale and some food and specials and such as well, as well as a couple of folks uh, like myself and our uh, good buddy Hudson, who's been one of our biggest advocates the last couple of years. Uh, we're both going to be getting our hairs cut that day. And we'll have a couple of uh, fundraisers throughout the month of March. I'll be selling 50-50 tickets uh, all month long at all of our trivia events as well. And then we're going to do a big wrap-up glow party. So uh, details will be posted on our Facebook once that gets announced. What's it like to see the community buy into something like this every year? Uh, it's awesome. It really feels like it gets bigger every year. Um, last year, we got some uh, uh, extra team through industry. I know Seller Direct, Northern Homes Realty came in on board last year and some of the Earls team as well. And they were helping out uh, a lot of our, our regular teams. And we were able to raise uh, $21,000 last year, which was amazing. So I'm hoping that we can uh, meet or exceed that this year and uh, get some more teams involved. Yeah, I was going to ask uh, how fundraising uh, went last year, and I uh, understand uh, quite a number of ab- events uh, took place last year as well. Yeah, we had quite a few events last year as well, as well as um, some on-the-ground fundraising. Our uh, Mullets for Mantha team, April, Maddie, and uh, Eric uh, especially, those guys, are they've always been there since day one for us before I even came on board, and I think they raised about 18000 of that uh, money on their own there last year, so that was a big, big year for them. Does CMHA have a fundraising goal for this year? Um, yeah, I'm hoping to hit $20,000. I think last year we hit 21000 so if we can get somewhere in that realm, I know that it's a crowded year this year, and we've, we've still got our push-up challenge going on and a few other things happening in the community, but I'm hoping that we can uh, hit that this year. And maybe talk about the uh, programming. These dollars go to help support. Yeah, absolutely. So this um, the money goes to all stays within Fort McMurray, within the Canadian Mental Health Association, helps us keep the lights on, help us be able to offer all the programming we do in the community, um, whether that's in schools or in some of our Indigenous communities, as well as, of course, our free recovery college programming that is open and available to everyone. Does CMHA have any other events that uh, you'd like to tell us about uh, coming up this year? 
Uh, well, we just did our uh, charity jam and silent auction, and I will send you a press release for that once we've finished counting uh, what we raised there. But I think we raised a fair bit of money there. Uh, and then we've got our record store day on April 20th with uh, All In Sports Den. We'll be doing a barbecue with them. And then Mental Health Week in May will be a big one for us as well. We've got a couple smaller events we're getting ready to uh, announce. And how can people get involved with uh, March Mullet? Uh, if people want to get involved, they can head over to our uh, Facebook, social media, Instagram, uh, CMHAWB, and we'll have all the links posted there uh, for March Mullet's 20, 2024. They can sign up or they can uh, choose to donate. Mike Jones from the Canadian Mental Health Association. Anything else you'd like to add here today? No, that's everything. Well, Mike, thank you again so much for your time here today. All right, perfect. Appreciate it a lot. My chat with Eric LeDuc is next on Fort McMurray Matters. Welcome back to Fort McMurray Matters. I'm your host, Ryan McNally. Joining me on the phone here today is Eric LeDuc. He's a team member from March Mullet, uh, which is uh, coming up again. Uh, Eric, how are you doing here today? Doing great. That's good to hear. Uh, maybe just tell me about how uh, March Mullet began. Um, so there's a, a guy in... Uh, Barry, Ontario, that started it. My uh, little brother was in college there, and um, with our family history of uh, mental health struggles, my brother just hopped on the bandwagon right away. And um, it was a couple years later we uh, we all ended up living in Fort McMurray together, and he started doing it here and convinced me to <laughs> cut my hair into a mullet and uh, join his. Team. So as a as a family, we've we've put a team in for fun fundraising every year, and that's uh, that's how it all got going. So yeah, maybe just uh, describe how March Mullet works uh, for those who may not know. So the idea is uh, it's a funny haircut. I mean, I guess now it's kind of back in style. You see them more, but um, the idea is people are probably going to mention your mullet while you're walking around. Uh, so for the entire month of March, shave your head into a mullet, and when people ask you, you bring up the awareness of uh, the Canadian Mental Health Association and just mental health struggles in general, um, making it, uh, we're taking the stigma away from it, having those open conversations about mental health. So uh, you did kind of touch on this, but uh, how did you all choose the uh, mullet hairstyle as a focal point? <laughs> Um, I, I get, like I said, the guy in Barry started this, uh, I think it was a great idea. If you see someone with a mullet, it's not, uh, the most common hairstyle. So, um, as a family, why we chose to jump on this cause, there's, there's many other causes that, uh, are worthy of support, but, uh, it just hits close, close to home for us. And, uh, you, of course the proceeds, uh, go towards the Canadian Mental Health Association for Wood Buffalo. Uh, what makes that an organization that's an important one for you to support? So my uh, my aunt passed away uh, in her early 40s. Um, she took her own life, and she struggled with mental health, and we just couldn't, couldn't help her. We didn't know how to help her. Um, she had been on and off different medications, and... Later on, uh, I've had my own mental health struggles uh, with depression and anxiety, and uh, I've used the CMHA for their resources and counseling and support 
so it's uh it's a very important cause to our family that initial march mullet in fort mcmurray uh it took place in 2017 really took off from there uh even with uh, members of the fort mcmurray oil barons uh getting involved in the campaign maybe just take us back to that initial event in fort mcmurray and how it's grown uh in that area since then yeah uh the first time we did it in fort mcmurray we we raised uh, a good amount of money um there's a little bit of social media coverage um and it was mostly just word of mouth uh there weren't big events planned or there might have been like one mullet night somewhere but uh over the years we've grown it over social media over doing events at restaurants um we've had amazing local sponsors jump in um Boyd Harley Davidson, a couple years into it, did the uh, corporate challenge. So, calling out other local businesses to match or beat their donation. Um, so, yeah, over the years, I, I think just our family team has raised over $50,000. Um, and it all started with, like I said, just word of mouth. And that initial event uh, was definitely tied to the uh, 2016 wildfires. Uh, we're eight years removed uh, from those wildfires. Those impacts obviously still, obviously still weighing uh, heavily on people around Fort McMurray. Maybe not every day, but uh, certainly every now and then. Is this uh, campaign a bit of a reminder that no matter how dire the situation, it can be overcome? Absolutely. And through this uh, campaigning and <clears throat> working with the CMHA, um, the amount of people that I've met, whenever we bring up mental health, it, it does seem a little more common to be able to have these conversations openly. Um, some people that you might not ever think are struggling, they they hear about, oh, you did this for CMHA, or you're going to this charity jam, or and then next thing you know, they're opening up about their own mental health. Um, so it's it is really cool that people are not as shy to talk about it and willing to work on it what events are planned for the 2024 edition of march mullet well as far as i know uh the cmha is putting on its uh its own kickoff party on march 1st uh but our family team uh we are hosting an event at the smoke and butcher uh, on March 1st. Uh, so I play music here in town. I'm going to have a couple of my good musician friends uh, come in, and we're going to play music there for a few hours, um, kind of do an open mic thing at the end. Uh, we're going to have some prizes to give away. We've got uh, a barber's chair there if you want to get a mullet and join our team and fundraise. Um, and then throughout the month, we haven't gotten our, our full schedule yet, but then there's usually a wrap-up party at uh, a restaurant somewhere in town. Uh, how much was raised during last year's event? Last year, I believe our... I, I don't know what the CMHA Wood Buffalo's totals were, uh, but I believe our family last year raised um, $20,000 for the CMHA right here in Wood Buffalo. That's great to hear. Do you guys have a fundraising goal for the 2024 event? This year, we want our goal to be $25,000. Um, it's, it'll be our uh, our third year 
fourth year in a row that we're trying to exceed our previous year's totals. And uh, this community never ceases to amaze. They always show up and, and help us reach our goals. So, If people are wanting to help your guys' team uh, with their goal or just wanting to get involved in general, how can they do so? Uh, there is a website, uh, Raise Lee. Uh, if you look up the March Mullet campaign, you can find our team. Uh, our team name is Mullets for Mantha Pearson. Um, you can find me on Facebook very easily. I have a very public, open profile, um, Eric Leduc. Um, yeah, the the Raisley pages, the Maltz for Manta Pearson is our team. All right, great to hear. Eric Leduc, uh, one of the team members for the March Mullet campaign. Anything else you'd like to add here today? Uh, just thank you for having us. Uh, thank you to all the community members, businesses, um, volunteers, musicians that have helped us get it to this point. And uh, when we first started, I never thought $25,000 would be our our goal. Uh, we started, I think we were trying to raise five grand. Now we're trying to push 25. So uh, we wouldn't be able to do it without all our friends, family, and support from the community. Eric, thank you so much for your time here today. Thank you very much for having me. That was our show for today. A big thank you to my guests for joining the show. We have another busy show for you tomorrow, so I hope you can join us for that. Thank you for listening to Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Ryan McNally. Have a good day.